TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And good Sunday morning. Welcome to Nature Notes with our natural son, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the Yard Patio Furniture. We'll talk to Jim in just moments. If you want to enjoy nature's entertainment, I hope you see my friends Pam and Lee from Cardinal Corner. Cardinal Corner is a huge selection of squirrel-proof feeders that will attract all kinds of birds. From robins to morning doves, cardinals to finches. And if you want to attract hummingbirds, Cardinal Corner has a spectacular selection of those hummingbird feeders and swings, too. And I always say that every week, and it's true. They have the freshest bird seed around. You're going to attract more birds with that fresh bird seed. And subscribe, if you haven't done so already, to their monthly newsletter. You're going to find all kinds of tips and stories. Just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Stop in, see Lee and Pam. They're in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center location. Call them, 651-455-6556. Or as I said, online at cardinalcorner.com. You're going to find out that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning, Jim. Officially 63 now. In some areas, evidently, there are patches of fog. I did not see any early this morning. No, I didn't either. And I just was outside here, um, 63 degrees also in our yard, northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. It is a sunny, clear, beautiful morning. Very light northwest wind. Heard a cardinal singing over and over again. Not a whole lot of, of bird music out there right now, but, oh, I heard some American crows calling and, and a few others. Uh, calling, but uh, American robins hunting on our lawn must must have seen uh, close to a dozen. Wow! Yeah, did you see the moon this morning? Oh, did I was having my brief breakfast as I was watching watching the moon uh, this morning. Oh, and yesterday, yeah. given you know, with the the cooler temperatures, the less hum- humidity uh, condition, uh, I had the windows open. We had the windows open. I was listening yesterday morning to a uh, great horned owl. Oh, that was kind of fun. Yes. Wow. All right. Today, sunrise 555, sunset 843. So today in the Twin Cities area, we have 14 hours, 48 minutes of daylight. We have lost 15 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total of 48 minutes have been lost since June 21st the solstice when summer began in the Northern Hemisphere. The normal high for today is 83, normal low 64, so we're close. Records for today, July 29th in the Twin Cities, high 98. That was set 85 years ago, 1933, and also in 1975 and 1999 in this date, it was 98 degrees. Record low, 47, was set 47 years ago, 1971. The most rain recorded in this date came 1989, 
29 years ago, just 1.11 inches, a little over an inch of rain. Uh, we're two days past full moon, and it sets this morning at 7.32. Those of you that have a good view to the west can see that right now. And the moon will rise again tonight at 9.45. And our next full moon is Sunday, August 26th. About a half to a full hour after sunset, look for planet Venus in the west and Jupiter in the south. Now, both of these are very bright star-like objects, easily seen with the naked eye. Um, the planet Saturn is seen in the southeast, southeast at the same time, bright but not as bright as Jupiter and Venus. All kinds of things happening outdoors right now. Baltimore Orioles come readily to feeders offering grape jelly, and you can mix that grape jelly half and half with water. They also like uh, sugar and water solution. I use one part granulated white sugar and four parts uh, water for both uh, ruby-throated hummingbirds and Baltimore Orioles. I just dissolve the, the sugar in, in warm tap water. And, of course, clean out the feeders each time and, and put in the new liquid. In southern Minnesota and Wisconsin, perennial gardens uh, have showy daylilies, flocks, purple coneflowers, rudbeckia. These are all very showy right now. The third crop of alfalfa is being harvested, and the first oats was harvested this past week. Early season apples such as Quinte and Lodi are being picked. Annual cicadas sing on warm days. That is with temperatures like, I think kind of the magic temperature is 70 degrees. We'll, we'll start hearing them then. Um, their song is produced only by the males and is a loud, sometimes pulsating buzz. Wild rice is in full bloom in central and northern parts of, of the state. And by early autumn, the grains of rice will be ripe. Wild chokecherry fruit is ripe with clusters of deep red to very dark purple fruit. These cherries are popular for jelly making and important as food for wildlife, such as for black bears, chipmunks, cedar waxwings, and American robins. The snowy tree crickets have begun singing. Um, Danny, I don't know if you can locate that tape, but just so people can hear it. If, if not, we'll can listen next Sunday. I'll look but for this, it. Yeah, okay, do it. See what happens. The snowy tree cricket is a relative of the, of the blackfield cricket and also called the temperature cricket because it is a rather accurate thermometer. This cricket chirps many times per minute when it's warm and when it's warm many times per minute faster when it's warm than when it's cool. To produce their music, the males raise their wings straight above their backs and vibrate them rapidly from side to side. The females are silent, but they are listening. And normally crickets have ears on their knees. That's kind of interesting. The snowy tree crickets chirp with a shrill tuneful and persistent chi-chi-chi or treat-treat-treat, a sleigh bell-like sound. 
That must be cooler weather where that was recorded. That's a cool one. <laughs> that is so neat. Yeah, that's the sound, and but much, much faster on these warm nights. So if you count the number of chirps in 15 seconds, add 40, you will have a good approximation of the air temperature in degrees Fahrenheit. Now, you can look carefully with a flash into a shrub, and if you do so, you may catch sight of this shy, pale green creature, hardly an inch in length. Hawthorne described this melodious night singer as having music like the sound of of moonlight. The sound of moonlight. How about that one? The snowy tree cricket is commonly heard, but seldom seen. Now, we heard our first snowy tree cricket calling here in our yard last Sunday evening. That would be July 22nd. Naturalist Matt Chute heard his first of year snowy tree cricket, and they live in Golden Valley on the same, they heard it the same night, the 22nd of July. Matt also heard the first of the year black horned tree cricket last evening right outside of their house in Golden Valley. And this one sings with, with a long trill, kind of like an American toad. So these night sounds are just so, it's just so neat. You hear them in the city areas, you hear them in the countryside. Jim Hubda, who lives on the shore of Little Rock Lake near Rice, just north of St. Cloud, reports that the water temperature dropped from 77 down to 70. I forgot to ask him when the 77 was taken, maybe just a week ago or so. He and Jan have many Baltimoreans coming to their sugar water and grape jelly feeders. And ruby-throated hummingbirds are also numerous in their yard. They like the Monarda flowers, and they're coming to the sugar water feeders also. Mary Brislance reports from Lutzen that service berries, they're also called June berries, but they're ripe in July, end of July, um, along the north shore of Lake Superior. Pin cherries are bright red. Wild red raspberries and dewberries are also ripe. All these wild berries are good eating from the human point of view and are important wildlife food. Wild blueberries are ripe at the end of the Gunflint Trail. This past week, Mary and son John saw juvenile American red starts and chestnut-sided warblers that had recently left their nests. Mary's son Brett and kids recently released 13 newly emerged monarch butterflies that they had been raising at their home on the north side of Duluth. It actually has been a really, really good year to see monarch butterflies. Why do you think that is? We hear those reports uh, lately all the time, which is great. Why, why do you think that is, Jim? You know, I'm not sure, but, you know, it's just been a good growing season. And more people have have let um, milkweeds, grow in their yards and their gardens and actually planted them, both the common milkweed and the swamp milkweed. So, you know, one milkweed at a time maybe is making a difference. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, we hear that on the garden show a lot, too. So. Yeah. Hey, I well, tell you what. Was, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no you, go, you ahead. go ahead. All right. Let's, okay, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about buy the yard patio furniture. Yeah. I was talking to our friends down there in Jordan, Minnesota. You know, a lot of people, many people, and I, I think there's reason for it, some people uh, get their outdoor furniture kind of as an afterthought. 
in the Minnesota, we don't, as you know, Jim, don't get to use it too much of the year, so it's understandable. But some yeah, people right. make they make a quick purchase at a store or whatever store, and just have something quick, only to regret it the next season. Uh, summer days, of course, are so fleeting. Uh, sunny, warm, hot, humid doesn't make any difference. We like to take advantage of the outdoors. Well, real furniture, and that's what you get with By the Yard. Jim and I have told you about this furniture. The CCO Land Company for years, maintenance-free, rugged. Boy, I would say it's rugged, wouldn't you, Jim, besides being comfortable? Oh, not only that, it floats. Yeah, it floats <laughs> in the water. We, we, we have neighbors here that have it on their dock or, and right next to the water. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's not going to blow in the water because it's just, well, I mean, it would take a terrific wind. But our, ours, we, we had a wind here not long ago of more than 50 miles an hour. Ours didn't move a millimeter. No, I guess. <laughs> well, this is made right, well, I was going to say in the USA, it was made right here in Minnesota, down in Jordan, Minnesota. Uh, you can shop over 300 maintenance-free items. Just get on the web, and Jim and I recommend it, buytheyard.net. They've got a beautiful showroom right down 169. Let's see the hours. Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 4. You get so many ideas when you make that quick drive down 169 or get on the web by the yard.net you'll see what jim and i've told you about for all these years good furniture great people and well what yeah. else do you have this morning jim well um, julie brophy from victoria reports um on monday house ran young fledged from uh nest box in their yard and young house wrens were being fed by their parents in another nesting box and uh, she saw cliff swallows lined up on utility wires in Victoria. Um, that was last Monday morning. And she saw her first-of-year Indian pipes in the woodland of Carver Park. That's right near Victoria. Now, the Indian pipe is really an interesting wildflower because it's all white. In fact, it looks like it was formed out of white wax. So this is a wildflower. It has no green chlorophyll. Indian pipe lives in partnership with a fungus. On Wednesday, uh, Julie saw ruby-throated hummingbirds nectaring on jewelweed in their yard. And on Friday, she says, saw my first-a-year Carolina grasshoppers in our garden and saw first bitternut hickory nuts and acorns on the ground uh, in Carver Park. Yesterday, she said, monarchs, red admirals, red-spotted purple, black swallowtails, and viceroy butterflies are on the wing in their garden. And she saw several species of bumblebees. I can't remember how many different bumblebees we have in Minnesota. It's like 20 different types. Oh, that many. Wow. Yes. Keith Radel from Faribault spotted two juvenile red-headed woodpeckers on a big cottonwood tree a couple of miles outside of Faribault this past Tuesday, the 24th. I should just say, it's when I, and growing up, I used to see redhead woodpeckers fairly often, but uh, their numbers have diminished probably for a couple of different reasons, but um, one being that there aren't uh, as many wooden posts and there aren't as many well, like like posts uh, for that farmers would have up. Oh yeah, you know things like that. But 
But there just aren't as many wooden posts anymore, so maybe that's one of the reasons. But anyway, um, he was happy to see those. He also saw three different in three different places a giant swallowtail butterfly. Now, that's Minnesota's largest butterfly. And he saw that while checking his bluebird trail of 175 pairs, that'd be 350, nesting boxes. Now, his trail is about 55 miles long, and it, you know, curves around, and but it's generally between Fairbolt and Northfield. But an update on Keith Radle's bluebird trail for this season includes 505 young eastern bluebirds have fledged so far. There are still 246 chicks and 57 eggs. So more to come. Lisa and Tom Bovers from Fairboat report, yesterday they saw three different giant swallowtail butterflies while walking trails at Riverbend Nature Center and also saw one in their garden. And that giant swallowtail was nectaring on Flox flowers. Annual cicadas were buzzing almost constantly at Riverbend Nature Center yesterday. This week, this or this past week, they saw several eastern tiger swallowtail butterflies, and they said Japanese beetles continue to be a problem, especially on a paper birch tree in Lisa and Tom's yard. This past week, Tom reports seeing concentrations of swallows, mostly tree swallows, on utility wires along country roads. They are staging for migration. Captain Rob Herring from Optimum Fishing Charters out of Barker's Island at Superior, Wisconsin, reports that the surface temperature of Lake Superior yesterday morning at 8 a.m. was 63.5 degrees. Now, I look back a few weeks on July 7th, he had 56.6, so it's 7 degrees warmer now. That's a lot for surface. Superior. <laughs> yes, that's a lot. It takes a lot. Boy, that sun is warm. Okay, this now he got to 63.5 degrees, 6 miles out of the Duluth-Superior area, and, and then the surface temperature, 63.5. 35 feet down, it was 47.3. Oh, 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 <laughs> I know, that's such cold water. Anyway, they continue to to fish for and catch lake trout. Diane and Dave Herring, who live uh, near Waterville, report that soybeans and corn are doing very well. They're just back from a trip to the Ely area uh, where they report that wild service berries, red raspberries, and blueberries are ripe. And they also saw Indian pipe blooming, that wildflower that's all white. And Simon lived near the Cannon River on the edge of Northfield report that honeybees, and they're raising, they've got 10 hives. Honeybees are feeding on white sweet clover, Dutch a white clover, and, of course, other flowers. It looks like a very good honey year. They keep adding supers, and they add supers so that it keeps the, the bees, you know, busy and keep adding, but they won't leave then. Uh, otherwise, they might swarm. Um, Marlene has been raising monarchs in their home and has released 10 monarchs so far. And they said that wild black cherry, uh, are, wild black cherries are now ripe. They have a huge tree next to their home. House finches, great catbirds, and other birds like these cherries. 
from their vegetable garden, they're getting lots of raspberries, some tomatoes, full-size tomatoes, new potatoes, string beans, cucumbers, and summer squash. At the end of August, they intend to take the honey off, and they said that um, lots of hummingbirds now come into their sugar water feeders, and uh, also they said that um, Baltimore Orioles coming to the grape jelly feeder. Outstanding. Many, many of these. Well, we have, we'll end in a nice note here, Jim. A text just came in, Denny and Jim. At least 25 monarchs emerged from the milkweed in our horse pasture yesterday. That comes from Lesur County. How about that? Lesur, oh, that is There you go. Well, Jim, let's talk, uh, yeah, let's talk again next week, if you will. Look forward to it. Me too. Okay. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert. Bye now. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back uh, next Sunday morning with more Nature Notes here on 830-WCCU. Healthy Matters coming up. Stay with us. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.